0: You're listening to episode 10 of the improvement project 2.0. And in today's episode, I want to pass on one very important message, which is you get to decide. Let's go. to The Improvement Project, a podcast that will encourage you to get curious about what's going on in your brain that might be holding you back from achieving your big dreams and goals. I'm your life coach, Dr. Peggy Malone. After 19 years of working with patients to help them take on better habits for health and wellness, as well as working with clients one-on-one as their life coach, I've learned how the thoughts that we habitually think are the key to getting what we want in this life. I've learned that a coach can help you recognize what's going on in your mind, help you get clear on your goals, and then hold you accountable on the way to your best life. Listen in each week as I help you discover why you are the way you are and how you can lean into self-inquiry on the way to being an even better you. Let's get after it. Well, hello friends. Today's episode is episode 10 of a brand new improvement project, and I am so excited as usual that you have chosen to spend your time listening today. In today's episode, I want to talk about something that might seem obvious, but I've realized that for many people, that's not the case. And that is you get to decide. This one statement is a mantra for me in my life. And it's one that I pass on every day to my clients as they navigate their goals, as well as life struggles and celebrations. I recently started working with a coaching client who said that she has heard these words over and over and over in her life. You don't get to make your own rules. Now, before I get into how I responded to her, Let me just take you back in time to when you were a small child. Your primary caregivers taught you certain things about who you were supposed to be. They likely told you what to do and how to act and that you had to follow certain rules and maybe you didn't have a lot of say in how things went. Then you likely went to school and were taught more things about who you were supposed to be. Again, you were told what to do and how to act and there were more rules to follow. It's also likely, depending on your vintage, that much of your education was teacher-centered, meaning the teacher gave information and you passively took it in and believed everything that you were learning, and then you were tested on it later. Now, this was definitely the case for me, and I thrived in what was considered the standard for being a quote good student. Listen quietly, take in the information, mostly believing it to be true without questioning it, and then regurgitated on a test and get a very high mark. I was celebrated for this, and I got the good kind of attention for passively taking in what the adults in my life told me, for believing it was true, and for being a good girl and following all the rules and fitting into all the boxes. After your schooling, at whatever level, it's likely that you got a job where you were taught even more things about who you were supposed to be, You likely had a boss, and there were rules to follow, and you had to fit yourself into that box as well. Now also, let me say here that I don't begrudge how I was raised or educated or the path I've ultimately taken. I have loving and supportive parents who wanted what was best for my siblings and I, and that meant, at least in the way my kid brain interpreted it at the time, do well in school, go to university, get a great job, and then live happily ever after. Now, this might feel familiar to you too. You might have been told, do what you want that makes you happy. But even if you were told that, maybe there were still some unsaid familial or societal expectations that unconsciously led you in a certain direction that was, quote, acceptable, and that might not have been what you would have chosen without those expectations. On top of all of this... As women, we are often socialized and conditioned to be nice, to be polite, to do as we're told, to not stand out too much, to keep our opinions small, to make sure you find a partner because otherwise everyone will think that you're a crazy cat lady and that something is wrong with you, all the while looking thin and perfect. I'm generalizing, of course, and I recognize that not all of my audience is female, But this societal construct is pervasive, even still, in much of our pop culture and day-to-day life. And it's this conditioning that many of my clients are doing their best to understand and unwind. And that's why I mention it. Now, for me, it wasn't until much later in my life when I started to find my voice and question things that I started to realize that I had an opinion, that I had a say, that I could decide what I wanted to do with my life. That I didn't have to fit into someone else's preconceived idea of what my life should be like. Now this was an awakening of sorts for me. I started to look around at many of my peers who, in my mind, were checking off the boxes. They were acting out the script that they had been socialized to play for their entire lives. Get an education. Check. Get a job. Check. Find a partner. Check. Get married. Check. Have a couple of kids. Check live happily ever after. Now, don't get me wrong, I have a lot of friends and family who checked these boxes consciously and intentionally, or otherwise, and they love their lives. But I know a lot of people who checked off these boxes as they played out their assigned societal roles, and it didn't lead them to the happily ever after that society had promised them. My point in all of this is to ask, No matter how your life has turned out so far, whether you love it or whether you feel as though you are lost and looking for purpose in this seemingly elusive happily ever after, did you consciously and intentionally create this life or did it just seem to happen to you? And also, when you're thinking about this, think about how fast the years between then and now have gone by. If you could go back in time and have a conversation with your 20-year-old self, would that version of you... Be pumped about how your life has turned out, or would they be disappointed? Now, why don't we go 20 years into the future? What do you envision your life will be like then? Do you feel like you have control in what the outcome might be, or are you just waiting to see what life throws at you and you'll take it as it comes? After all, if that statement is true that my client has heard over and over and over, you don't get to make your own rules, and one that she believed... She might continue to just move on her merry way in life and just take it as it comes, assume that that's the best it can be, that she doesn't get any say in the matter. Well, the thing that I believe and what I pass on to my client when she told me that she had heard those words is F that. You get to decide. You have one precious life. You can choose what you want to do with it. Now, if you are into self development at all, and of course I know you are because you're listening to this podcast, you are already likely on board with this thought. And belief. You are working hard to intentionally make choices that will improve outcomes for your future self. But let me tell you something. My client was blown away when I told her this. She's in her 50s and this had never occurred to her that she could decide. that she had the say so about how she shows up in this life, about how she spends her time and energy, and about how she thinks about and reacts to any situation. It was something that seemed obvious to me that people in my orbit knew, and when I saw the power of how this thought lit her up and has fueled a huge change in how she is showing up in this life, I knew that I had to tell you, because maybe you recognize some of your own story in hers, or in mine. She had been deeply conditioned through her parents, community, teachers, and society, and was still operating under the assigned role that she had been taught to play through much of her life. Now, again, don't get me wrong here. In saying this, I'm not saying that her parents or her influences or her community did anything wrong. They were playing the roles that they had been taught to play in the generation before her. It was just the cultural norms at the time. She had never had an influence that spoke to her brain in a way that she finally heard. In her life, up until that, we had that conversation, she had no idea that it was even a thing that she could decide what she wants to do with this one precious life. And when she finally heard it and embodied it, her entire frequency changed and she got super excited for what is now possible in her life moving forward. Do you know that you do get to make your own rules? Do you know that you can choose how to react to any situation in this life, good or bad? Do you know that you can choose who you want to spend your time with, and give your energy to? Do you know that once you become aware of the societal rules that maybe you've been playing your whole life by, believing that that's just the way things are, you can then reprogram your brain to help you to create new rules? Do you know that you get to consciously decide on purpose what you want to think and believe? Do you know that you get to decide what you want to do with this one precious life? You do. The client who I mentioned, whose mind was blown away by this news, is transforming right now, and it's so amazing to witness. At the time of this recording, we are only a few weeks into our work together, and she is showing up in her life in a way that I am in awe of. She actually told me that she feels as though I gave her a genie lamp, and now anything is possible. Wow. Now, I didn't do anything that many would consider to be life-alteringly spectacular. I listened to the words she was telling me. I asked her some questions. I got curious about what her mind was telling her. I showed her her mind and the ineffective thoughts that she was thinking. And then I helped her to redirect her mind to the much more useful thought, I get to decide. This is the magic of coaching. If you are ready to discover this magic for yourself, head to drpeggymalone.com forward slash coach to sign up for a free 60 minute call with me, where we will chat about where you are, where you want to be and how we can get you there. I want to finish up today's episode by sharing a line from a movie that I saw in the theater on my 17th birthday in the summer of 1990, a movie that I have likely seen at least 50 times since then. And that movie is pretty woman. Now, I'll admit, there are some plot points in this movie that might be considered problematic to some, but the line that I come back to from this movie over and over again, and that I paraphrase slightly and share with my clients to remind them about the importance of today's subject matter, is when Viv and Kit are discussing how they run their businesses and their lives. And the line is this, I say who, I say when, I say how much. You get to decide. And that's it for this episode of The Improvement Project. If you enjoyed today's show and don't want to ever miss an episode, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you usually listen. If you haven't already, I would really appreciate it if you would leave a rating and review to let me know what you think of the show and to help others find The Improvement Project. I would love to connect with you on the socials. The place where I like to hang out online the most is Instagram, and you can find me there at Dr. Peggy Malone. As usual, you'll find all of the resources and links that were mentioned during today's show in the show notes at theimprovementproject.com. If you're interested in learning more about me and my work and perhaps how we could work together, come visit me at drpeggymalone.com forward slash coach. Until next time, my friends stay focused and get after it.